podcast with your host, Elder Christine Pearson, a senior elder of Ancient of Days Ministries International. We are an outreach ministry commissioned by Christ to make all men see. And I and I have to say that that's what the Holy Spirit said. Your job is to make all men see. <laughs> One of the things is the mystery of the church, the unsearchable riches. I got that in a dream and, and, and it was more reinforced this week than ever about teaching, preaching, the unsearchable riches which we're going to go in today. Amen. Some unsearchable things. Amen. To make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery which was hidden in God before the foundation of the world ages and generations ago. And it is Christ in you, the hope of glory, and to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ Jesus so glad to be in the studios of Heavenly Host International Radio with our own pastor, Apostle McGill. Hallelujah. We greet you, those that are tuning in to the broadcast, uh, Pastor Sam, and, and uh, so glad that Cedric comes in many times, and all of those, uh, all of you that, that uh, listen to the broadcast, we want to make an uh, announcement that on tomorrow, from 2.30, uh, we're going to have the phone lines open. Uh, if you have questions, concern, prayer requests, feel free to call us. The number is 216-260-0009. Make a note of that. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, we, look, we thank God for the opportunity to be able to fellowship with you. Amen. Uh, whoever you are, we, we're looking forward to you. I believe that Christ is all-knowing and that he already knows what we have need of. He knows our thoughts are far off. He knows our destiny. He sees it from the beginning of birth until the time that we leave here and that he, if anybody, can answer, you know, questions that maybe you don't even understand it is a question or hidden things things that have been suppressed and suppressed he know all about it by his spirit so we want you to feel free to um call in tomorrow so glad for the opportunity god bless you uh today again we're going to be into christ in you the hope of glory uh, I praise God. I feel the anointing here because the more I dig into Christ in you, the hope of glory, it seems like it expands more and more. And uh, I have, uh, uh, as I said, my job is to make all men see, all men see or uh, uh, illuminate to men. Uh, the mysteries of the kingdom. It was given to me to know them. <laughs> Amen. And then to preach unsearchable riches. I'm, I have no alternative to go deeper and farther in Christ. Maybe than other ministers or pastors. And today we're going to be covering some things that you probably have never known. <laughs> Amen. While I was going through it, I said, I, Lord, it's here. I believe it. I receive it. I never considered it like that before. 
Why? Because he's, the Lord was saying many believers are fretful now of the conditions of the world as if it pertains to them. They see the violence. They see the corruption. They see the immorality. They see the uh, predatory things and just horrible things. And not only man uh, coming against man, but look at the, the, the elements now. We've never seen conditions like this. I was in, I've been in, in Ohio for I don't know how long. And I've never known a tornado to touch down in Cleveland. Amen. But we had two of them. When I got that tornado warning, I didn't believe it. They said, go down to the basement. I said, impossible. We call, used to say we're the best location in the nation. But come to find out an EF1 uh, tornado hit Cleveland. Round about 79 St. Clair area, tore up from the floor. And really hit Medina hard, Medina, Ohio. Really, uh, Mentor, Ohio, I believe it was. Yeah, Mentor. Really uh, messed up this place. And I have been here for many years, never thought it would ever happen. And then just the other day, they had an earthquake. An earthquake here in Ohio. It was three point something on the Richter scale. It wasn't really, you know, f you know really forceful. Uh, cause much damage many people are still have their power out here in Ohio from last Thursday's storms so the Lord was saying many of my people are perplexed and if you had to lose a property some people have lost loved ones some people have lost health all kind of things Remember, uh, Matthew 24 talked about birth pains. The, the earth is, 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 is travailing. It's, it, it senses that a new era is coming in. And it's, it's travailing and Braxton Hicks, you know, going forth and all of this kind of stuff. And the place is just, uh, just going out, of, out beyond what we can see what we have known what we have experienced but this is the word of the lord unto you today saying i have a word for you those of you that are anxious he told you to be anxious for nothing he told us to fear not he told us to be not dismayed uh do not panic you know that's what he told the body of Christ. Because we are kept by him. We are kept. And I and I, I know this is a fact because, you know, this past Christmas we had a blizzard here in Ohio. A blizzard. And it went down to 12 degrees below zero here in Ohio. Now, you know, that's frigid. And I was, I was not, I was out of town at the time for Christmas. And I, I prayed, you know, and said, Lord, bless Ohio. And the unusual thing is, and I want you to be encouraged uh, about this. When I got home, I got home, I think it was on maybe the 28th of December. I got home 
my home nothing was touched my uh wi-fi usually go out when it rains nothing had changed nothing not a pipe was frozen you know uh, uh my wi-fi was on it was like nothing had happened oh god it put a bubble around my house and my neighbors because i pray for my neighbors and for the surrounding streets that are around me not only that the suburbs too i believe in praying for my city my county and my state and the united states of america i believe in praying prayer changes everything but i want you to turn to philippians uh, 3 and 20 this is going to help you and i want you to take notes because some of this is going to take you into a realm you have never considered you heard it it's written but i prayed that god would open up your understanding that you can understand this i prayed against the spirit that will blind the minds so that the light of the glorious gospel of jesus christ can't shine in i rebuke that spirit in the name of jesus that the eyes of your understanding your spiritual eyes will be enlightened illuminated concerning this truth and it's all because of christ in you the hope of glory we're going to go into some deep territory people and i want you to hang in there with me so that God can take you to a place of peace, a place of comfort, a place of rest, a place of assurity. Because Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Philippians 3 and 20. He said here, amen, for our conversation is in heaven. We've been over this before. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. This word, our, it means us, who he has raised us up. Remember Ephesians 2 and 6? It says that he raised us up together, Christ in us, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So our citizenship, our home, praise God, our strong city, our way of life is not here on the earth. We have to let that mind be in us that is also in Christ Jesus because we have been quickened together with Christ. Remember Ephesians 2 and 6, let's just read it. We'll start at 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us. That word means to endue with divine life. Have it poured into you. Quicken us together with Christ. We are in union with Christ. Our spirits are one with Christ. We got the same spirit Christ had. Amen. Uh, quicken us together with Christ. Say that. Quicken me together with Christ. So where is Christ? 
He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. So your way of life, your citizenship, your conversation is at the right hand of the Father. It's not here on the earth. That's uh, six. And has raised us up together. Who is us? The body of Christ and Christ Jesus. He raised us up together. Amen. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Remember the Bible told us in Isaiah 53. That God had laid upon Christ Jesus the iniquity of us all. He, God laid our iniquities on Christ. Amen. And when he was crucified, we were crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live. Yet not us, but Christ liveth in us. Christ liveth in us. And this life that we now live in the flesh, we live it by the faith, the ability, the power, the will. Of the Son of God. It's no more I that live it. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior. In other words. Uh, the state. Our commonwealth. Our homeland. Our government. That rules us. Is in heaven. Okay. Where Christ sitteth. On the right hand. Uh, we are citizens. Of the household of God. A city that is located in heaven. That's who we are. And we can't be doubters of the word of God. We got to believe it. The Lord. Word. Will not. Alter. That that he's spoken out of his mouth. His word is pure steadfast will not change and if he said it it's truth and it is no lie and we got to start believing what Christ has said and stop doubting or stop looking at ourselves in a realm that we are not in which is the earth realm the kingdom of this world we're not in there we are not part of the kingdom of darkness. We've been delivered out of that kingdom and translated into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Christ Jesus. That's where we are now. And I feel a lot of doubt and unbelief about that statement. But... <clears throat> You got to be a believer. In order for you to go to heaven, you got to believe it. You got to believe that Christ paid for your sins. That Christ is your life. Turn to uh, Colossians 2. No, Colossians 3. 
for those of you that have your Bibles. <clears throat> Colossians 3, verse 1 says, If you then be risen, how many of you are risen with Christ? Hallelujah. I am. Seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. If you be risen with Christ, seek those things of which are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. You know, when we uh, got born again, we were recreated in Christ. I got a, uh, I'm going to wait until Apostle comes back. But I got a, a, a video, a photograph here. And what it is, is a picture of Christ. And us be created in him. In Ephesians 2 and 10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ. And if you look, you see all different types of people. They have different gifts and call. And they are inside of Christ. It's like when we got born again, he created us in him. Alright? We are new people. We are born anew. We are not the old thing that died off uh, here we have a uh, artist we have priest here we have people that can play well on the organ and a harp we have givers here they all have been recreated in Christ you can't see it here but I got it out of my Jewish Bible wherein you are a new spirit alright you have been lifted right out of the old life to take your place with Christ in the heavens. Alright? You are in union. You are no longer that old person. We're going to talk about being dead. Alright? But I just want you to know that you have been born from above. It's a new birth. You've been recreated in Christ. You know, if you could see this, and then uh, I got another one here. And this shows us how that we have been grafted into the original vine, uh, 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 olive tree of Israel. It says that we have been grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. It's, it's a beautiful picture, you know, and I wish uh, I could have it, you could zoom up and actually see uh, this photograph. But... The idea, the understanding is that uh, you have been created in Christ Jesus, given a new life in Christ. Mm -hmm. When you are born again, uh, it is a gift. It is a gift. It's nothing you can work for. Uh, for we are his uh, workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in. He prepared it. This is one of the things that when Christ uh, left on the Mount of Olives, he told us to, in John 14, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house. You remember Christ is now seated in his Father's throne right now. And then in a millennium, he's going to be seated on the throne of David. 
But he said, In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And a lot of times we get this understanding that he's going to fix a mansion up for us, you know, that we can live in eternally. That's only a portion of it. I want you to uh, uh, learn about the unsearchable riches. And here he says, uh, which God has before ordained or prepared beforehand or prior to. He's prearranged a place for you. Not only a place, but a city. Some of you going to be over cities. Uh, some of you going to be over five cities. Some of you going to be over ten cities. You got to let the mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. You're not just uh, 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 up in heaven just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, your way of life now is totally different from what it used to be for your understanding. Even for your career here. You know, we have careers and how we function here on the earth in natural things. But in heaven, we have a function in supernatural, spiritual things that we carry out even now from Zion. Amen? It tells us in uh, Hebrews 12 and 22 that we, we, our home is from Mount Zion. <laughs> Let me see. I wanted to put it in Hebrews uh, 12, 22 for those of you that have your Bible. You don't have to turn it. I'm just going to read it. But you are coming to Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable company of angels. That's where your spirit is now. You, you, remember we said that you are dead. And your life is hidden with Christ and God. So where is God? Christ. He's at the right hand of the Father. So that's where you are. So what are we doing there? We're going to get into that. But I want to talk to you uh, a little bit more about knowing that your life is in heaven. You got to get that. And if you get that, the peace will come. The joy will come. If you recognize that my life is not here on the earth, but my life is in heaven. And we're going to go into what life in heaven is like in Hebrews 12 chapter. But I want you to turn to, uh, we said Colossians 2 and Colossians 3. But let me finish about Colossians 3. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. That's Colossians 3 and 2. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Your old sinful self is dead. Amen? Uh, it's gone. It's never coming back. It's been swallowed up in life. All right. 
And and, and then we, that's what we're going to have a glorified body come during the rapture. But watch this here. I want to share with you about if Christ being you, your body is dead because of sin. Uh, remember Ephesians says that that we were born with a sinful nature, that we were born dead. Praise God, Ephesians 2. And you as he quickened who were dead in trespasses. And we was born dead. I, we was born dead. All the entire human race was born dead. And and if but if Christ being you, the body is dead because of sin, but your spirit is life because of righteousness. And let me just uh, break that down. The natural body, and this is why you need to be born again. Uh, if you haven't been born again, you're under God's wrath. Uh, it's governed by the sin nature, your body. Mm -hmm. uh, you do wrong things, have wrong thoughts. And your body, I don't care who you are, how much you scrub it with soap and lye, full of soap, bleach, it's still dead. It's still dead. Uh, your body will always be dead because of sin, which is a spiritual aspect. It's going to always be dead. I don't care how many good works you do. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care what you do. If you're not born again, your body is dead. You are dead in your spirit. And you are on your way to hell. You will not pass go. If your spirit is dead, you are going to hell. Amen? And I'm not trying to make you upset. If Jesus Christ is in you, your spirit is located in Christ seated at the right hand of God. That's where your spirit is now. At the right hand of the Father. And uh, it's no longer limited because of sin and trespasses. What is happening is is that your spirit is continually imparting the spirit of life into your spirit. Even though your body is dead, the spirit distributes its spiritual energy to your spirit. Remember, God sent the spirit of his son into your spirit. And this Holy Spirit continually distributes spiritual life to your spirit. You remember in creation where it talked about that the Holy Spirit uh, brooded or moved upon the face of the waters. That word moved is rakah, and it means that it transmits, it spreads, it disperses living energy. That's what happened in, in Genesis uh, 1 and 2. And then the word, the word came and they connected where the spirit and the word connect creation takes place that's why you said 
he said, let there be light. There was light. Let the trees come forth. Let the animals, let the uh, seas, the animals in the sea. All That's because of the spirit of life, which is the Holy Spirit, and the word of God, which is the truth, the spirit of truth. When they two come together, creation. And so that's what happened. Your body is dead, but your spirit, according to Romans 8 and 10, is light because of righteousness, because of right standing with God, because of their covenant justice. If you accept Christ, the Lord himself will send his spirit. And all this time, the spirit is infusing you with life now that you now that you are born again. But you're you're dead. Colossians 3 3 said, For you are dead. Dead and gone. And your life is hidden. Your true life is hidden. It's invisible. It's hidden with Christ in God. Christ who sits beside God on the right hand. That's where you are now. So this is why you got to understand that your citizenship is in heaven. I want to bring that home to you so you, you begin to uh, think like that. That your citizenship, your life, where, your mode of existence is not here on the earth. But it is at the right hand of the Father. Isn't that amazing? That's, that's incredible. Uh... And it says here, uh, for if Christ be in you, the body is dead. And uh, this word dead is a corpse. <laughs> because of sin. Your body is always going to be dead because of sin. It's good. It's never going to, there's no sense in, you can scrub it and everything else, but it partook of the tree of the knowledge of evil good and evil so now you see the benefit of taking of the tree of life versus the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because the tree i, I always say tree of the knowledge of good and evil is almost like the tree of death you die that's what the lord told adam you eat that tree you're gonna die that's a tree of death it shut down your life it killed you but if you partake of a tree of life, it continually imparts the God kind of life. Continually. It will produce life, life, life. And, and this is what we're saying. Uh, your spirit is living, is being justified, is innocent, is holy, because of righteousness or being in right standing with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me see what else good thing I can say. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has made you free from the law of sin and death. Alright. Uh, the Holy Spirit, all he does is impart living energy to you. If you got the Holy Ghost. Now just let me share this with you. This is very important. I want you to listen carefully to this. Because it's found in Romans 8 and 9. Uh, you must hear this carefully. 
I extracted this from the Phillips translation, and it really is going to hit home, Romans 8 and 9. Now listen to what uh, Phillips, he's been around for years, a good version. He said, you cannot be a Christian at all unless you have Christ's spirit in you. Now, if Christ does live within you, his presence means that your sinful nature is dead. Because Christ's life will swallow up death. That's good. Tells you over in Acts 2.29, yeah. death couldn't hold him. And in Isaiah 25, it talks about death is swallowed up. Death and life cannot stay in the same place. Yes, One going to get swallowed up. <laughs> and say, now if Christ does live within you, his presence means that your sinful nature is dead. But your spirit is alive by the Holy Spirit giving it his life. Alright? Romans, it says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you it's got to do if you don't have the spirit of Christ dwelling in you you're not his watch this but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the de dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or endue with life the spirit of life it will pour or distribute or transmit its life into your mortal body by the spirit that dwelleth in you. So you got to have the spirit dwelling in you. Alright? Because it tells you, but you are not, this is Romans 8 9, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. See, people say, oh, well, you know, uh -uh. if you got the spirit of God, you are no longer in the flesh, but in the spirit. That's what it just said here. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, listen carefully. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. That's very important. That is very important. Because it says, if you are... Uh, not in Christ or you don't have Christ in you you don't have his spirit and you don't go to heaven see that was the problem with them ten virgins mm. see they didn't have no oil in their vessel they had the word but you know that it takes the word and the spirit like we talked about to bring about a creation a new creature mm. A species that had never existed before. The life of Christ in you. Christ in you. You know, he says in John 10, 30, I and my Father uh, are one. Uh, it tells you knowing that Christ being raised from the dead died no more. Death had no more dominion over him for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. This is a law. The law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, that's a law. Yeah. It makes you free from the law of <laughs> sin and death. 
So you got to have that spirit in you. Very important. And you need to stop right now. If you're in doubt, say, Jesus, I accept that you are my Lord. I believe that you're my Lord. I believe God raised you from the dead. God got all kind of power. He Nothing impossible, so it's nothing for him to raise Christ from the dead. And I believe it in my heart. Right now, I stop what you're doing and confess that Jesus is Lord. With the heart, man believes. Your heart, not your mind. Your spirit. That's another word for heart. Man believes under right standing. Uprightness. Righteousness with God. And with your mouth, mouth confess it. Confession is made unto salvation. You need to do it right now. Wherever you are, whoever's listening to this broadcast, except Jesus. You've got to have his spirit in you or you're none of his. Now, I want to uh, go over to Hebrews 12. We're going to talk about where we're seated. If we are dead, our life is here with Christ and God. Uh, your life is hidden in the invisible realm, which the natural realm cannot perceive or discern. You don't see that. It said, the realm of the spirit, which is invisible, is invisible to the natural eye. You can't see it. You got to believe it by faith. We got to not walk by sight. We have to, the, the just live by faith. We walk by faith. Mm -hmm. The faith of the Son of God. Amen. The hidden man of the heart. You don't see him. You don't see your spirit. You don't see your soul. Amen. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God. And I want you to turn to uh, Hebrews uh, 12 praise God because as, as I said a lot of teachers do not go uh, very far here's this picture Apostle can you zoom mm -hmm. I want y'all to see about being recreated in Christ Jesus this is just a, a, a little rendition about this is Christ. And see all these different people, born-again people in him? They were recreated in Christ. Remember Ephesians 2 and 10? We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work. All these people got gifts and calls and doing work. And they have been recreated in Christ. That's one of the best. And then I want to show you... Uh, how we have been uh, grafted in. I want to show you that one. <laughs> oh, okay, this is another one. How <laughs> we were grafted in. You see that? The top one is is uh, Israel, the olive tree. And the bottom one is us, the new birth. And we have been grafted into that olive tree. You see that? And uh, I, I said I wanted to show y'all that. Praise God. That we uh, have been grafted contrary 
to this olive tree. So we can't be puffed up about Israel or anything, honey, because they brought us the covenant, Christ, and everybody. <laughs> all of all of the teachings. Honey, you better be in love with, with, with Israel. The Lord said, I will bless them that bless Israel. And I will curse them that curse them. So you should be praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Praying for Benjamin Netanyahu. You know, be praying for Israel, sending money, helping them, everything. He said, I will bless them that bless uh, the covenant of Abraham. Genesis 12 and 3. Mm -hmm. uh, many times, as I said, we hear that our life is, is our citizenship is in heaven. And that we're seated at the right hand of the Father. And many times that's as far as we go. A lot of preachers go. They don't go beyond that to really let people know what does that mean? My life is hidden with Christ and God. And Christ who is my life, when he shall appear, amen, I will appear with him in glory. So what are we doing all of this time? When it talks about that uh, our spirits are just men made perfect. That he perfects those things that concern us. We hear these terms, but what actually are they saying to us? Uh, I want to kind of go into Hebrews 12 where it talks about that we have come to Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, let's take it from Hebrews 12, 22. This is where we at at the right hand of the Father. I want to talk about Zion and, and show you where we are. Our spirits are. So that we can have a better understanding that this world is not our home. We don't live here. Amen. We've only been assigned to the United States of America. You know, God has given us this as an assignment. We need to be praying and exercising teachings and his principles, his testimonies, representing him as a king. You know, we are representing, representing the kingdom of God here. That's our job. Amen. We are not citizens of this world system. Amen. We are ambassadors for Christ Jesus. We have been sent. Yeah. Our spirits, and I'm going to show you how God uses our spirit to do his will. And uh, this is kind of going to go a little bit deep. I just want to, I'm going to read Hebrews 12 and 22 to 24. But ye are come unto Mount Zion. And unto the city of the living God. That's your home. That's yeah. your residence. The heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable company of angels. You let that sink in your mind. Uh -huh. To the general assembly or the congregation of the saints. The assembly of the uprights. This is where we live. And church of the firstborn. We are the church of God. And we live in Zion. Church of the firstborn. 
which really means first begotten or the first believed when it talks about in Ephesians 1.13 that we first believed in Christ. We are called the first fruits, the firstborn, that first believed in Christ. Yeah. Ephesians 1.13 will give you a better understanding of that. Uh, and into the city of the living God. Uh, hallelujah. I did a whole thing about Mount Zion. And one of the names of it I, I really like was the city of the Lord of hosts. We got a whole thing on Mount Zion. We're going to get to it. Which are written, enrolled, enlisted, recorded in heaven, in the book of life. You don't come there unless your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. All right? And that's what happens when you get born again. Christ, uh, 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 in you now, it is Christ's life, not your life anymore. That's right. It's Christ's life that you're that's living. That's good. You got to understand that. Christ is your life now, <laughs> according to Colossians 3. Christ is your life. And when he shall appear, we shall appear with him in glory. Mm. Amen. No, we gone. We're dead. Our old life is gone. Christ is our life. Yeah. Christ is you. And it says here that your name has been written in heaven. Uh, and to God, the judge of all. Praise God. And to the spirits of just men, the saints in light that have gone before. Billy Graham is there. More Cirillo. Amen. Some of our uh, uh, fathers and mothers that we know that accepted Christ are there. Mm -hmm. Abraham. All right. Uh, and, uh, and to the spirits, uh, the spirit that returns to God. Everybody's spirit. It's going to go to God for <laughs> assessment. I'll put it like this. Nobody escapes that. But we as believers, we're not going to uh, the white throne judgment. We're going to the judgment seat of Christ wherein we are receiving rewards. We're not being judged by our sin because when Christ comes again to us the second time, he's coming for, without sin for salvation. That's good. When he come, he ain't coming to judge our sins no more. That's past. They were crucified with Christ. He, when he is not judging us according to our sins, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He is not imputing sin unto us. He's imputing righteousness. Some of y'all don't believe that. Just go to tell you right there. <laughs> It's Second uh, uh, Corinthians five. Let's just go there. Cause I feel, I felt a, uh, 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 I hit up against something. Yeah. Let me just go there and read it to you, and 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 know that it's true. Second Corinthians five. Nineteen. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing their trespasses. God's not intruding, uh, imputing your trespasses. Uh, contrary to popular belief. Right. Uh-huh. It says here, and have committed, uh, not imputing 
their trespasses unto them. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. Why? Because Christ is already paid for it. He died. He paid. He shed his blood. And that's atonement for sin. So why would God again uh, 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 impute trespasses? That's double double indemnity. Mm. God ain't, is not illegal now. And that's why it's good news. But let's go on. Uh, Hebrews 12, 23. The spirits of just men made perfect. Watch this. Remember, Abel's spirit spoke. It spoke. Even though he was dead, his spirit was speaking. Uh, in 24, Jesus mediated a new covenant into the blood of sprinkling that speaketh. It talks. It utters words. It makes known better things. Amen? Than that of a nobler things, stronger things. So you want to know what we're doing up there. I want you to turn to Psalms 110 and... Well, let's start at 110 and 1. And remember, a lot of these things are, are going to go a little bit deeper than you experienced before because a lot of people aren't teaching this and, and the Lord told me he said he showed me that I had to do unsearchable riches I mean things that are deep I have to go deep so in Psalms 110 it says the Lord said unto my Lord praise God Sit thou at my right hand. He said this to Christ Jesus. And where are we? In Christ. I mean, the Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand. So if we have been raised together and made to sit together, where are we? We're at the right hand. And I, I did research. Y'all need to follow up, do some research on what he's talking about. His right hand doeth valiant things, doeth righteous things. Read about that and find out who who is his right hand. <laughs> See, we don't go deep enough, I'm telling you. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. While you are sitting up there in Zion, like we said, God has given us uh, uh, assignments here on the earth in various cities. I, I know one of my assignments is in the state of Ohio. That's one city. But he tells us to rule. He will send the rod of our strength out of Zion. What does that mean? It means... That your virtue, your power, royal power, amen, that we have because remember, we talked about the exceeding greatness of his power in us who believe. Remember Ephesians uh, 119? You got to connect these things together. The exceeding greatness, watch this, Ephesians 119, of his power in us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. 
I told you we got dunamis, exousia, kratos, and ischus. The power that no foe on the earth had. So the Lord's going to send out the rod of my power. My assignment. Amen. Let me get some water. My realm of authority. My tailor-made royal power. Out of Zion. And it says, uh, he's, the Lord will let your power reach out from Zion and extend your dominion. See, we don't think, or we don't surmise, I say, what our life is in Christ Jesus, seated at the right hand. The right hand always talking about ruling something. Remember in the beginning? God, when he created man, he gave him dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle, and over all, somebody say all, all the earth, yes. even the creeping thing. We don't connect the dots. We don't connect. We, it's like fragmented here and fragmented. No, we got to make this, make it work. This is what I said. A lot of people quote scripture. But they don't connect the dots. They don't see that the power that God put in you is his power for you to rule in the midst of your enemies. Until the Lord make your enemies, or Christ's enemies, which is your enemies, his footstool. And the last enemy is who? Death. Then Christ is going to turn and submit himself unto God in the day of God. You got to put them together or else you'll be stagnant. You'll think you are impotent, strengthless, and can't do nothing. And God has given you his power over all the power of the enemy and told you to rule in the midst of them. Now let me go back here again. It says here, uh, the Lord sick canoe or our righteousness. Remember, He gave us His righteousness. He will send or extend or stretch forth your strength from Zion. That's in the spirit realm. He's going to extend it into your realm so that you can rule in the midst of your enemies over them. So you got the power, see? And it says here like extend your mighty scepter from Zion. Uh, the scepter of your might. The scepter of your power. Extend your dominion from Zion. Rule over your enemies. Have dominion. That's what you're doing. This is your life in Zion. You are come to Mount Zion, the city of the Lord of hosts. Amen. And to an innumerable company of angels. And you're not just sitting there floating on a cloud or playing a harp. No. God has you there for you to rule. 
in the midst of your enemy. Make those enemies his footstool. Remember Philippians 2 and 3 said, It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Amen. By your being conformed to Christ and doing what he said and being like he will, you'll know how to speak. You'll know how to uh, minister. You'll know how to pray. You'll know how to bind. You know how to lose. You can work the works that Christ worked while he was on the earth. And greater works than them will you do. Because his role is mediator, intercessor, amen, minister of the sanctuary. And as, as we said uh, in Hebrews 12, it says that he is the mediator of the new covenant church. In other words, he's the pastor of the church. <laughs> you don't think he's the pastor of the church? Mm. See, this is what I'm saying. We don't go far enough. We don't study. We don't learn of Christ. We don't learn what our position is, our role is, and have an active part in it. We think many times that we're powerless, we're impotent, that we're strengthless. And God has, says not so. If Christ is in you, you have his glory operating in you. And if Christ be in you, you have the ability to operate like him, talk like him. Like the, he, the Lord tells me and let me tell sometimes I want to just stay home and not do anything. And he'll tell me, Acts 10, 28, 38, he said, Christ who went about doing good, healing all, that was a prayer. You better get out there and do some work because you got the healing virtue in you. You an elder. You got you can anoint their heads with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick. I've given it to you. Get out there and do, do some execution of it. And uh, so... I want you to understand, I'm going to shut down because I'm going to bring out some more of this tomorrow uh, where we have the phone lines open. But I want you to understand that your citizenship is not on the earth. You don't have to feel bad about the tornadoes and, and all of those that's things right. that are going on and all the violence in the street. Like, oh, that's me. No, you are dead. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. And Christ, he is your life. Your, your citizenship, your home is not on earth. No. When you got born again, your spirit received the spirit of the Holy Spirit. And you were quickened together with Christ. And made to sit together with him. It's a different story. It's, 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 you're no longer that old man. That, that old life is gone. It's no longer. That, that, that old life got swallowed up. He no longer exists. Only thing you got is the memories. The memories. It's called a body of sin. That's all you got. And you cast them things down in the name of Jesus. You don't let them have rule over you. You are a priest and a king. You have power to shut down, power to open back up again. 
Uh-huh. You can rule and reign at the right hand of the Father. Praise God. So let's go back to Philippians. And uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to just say that and I'm going to let Pastor uh, come in here. Uh, Philippians 3.20, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we're going to get into how he's going to change our bow body into, like unto his glorious body. Apostle, what did you, did you have something that you wanted to share? Yeah, I, uh, well, the whole time you were talking, mm -hmm. uh, um, and the Lord is saying this to the church. In fact, he's been having us to talk about it. This is not our home. Mm -mm. Jesus said in the 14th chapter of John, I go to prepare a place for you. Yes. Uh, and if it wasn't so, I would not have told you. In mm -hmm. my Father's house are many mansions. Yes. He also yeah, said, where I am, there ye may be also. also. While you were ministering, I was out in the sanctuary, straightening up the, uh, the, the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. And the Lord showed me a husband and a wife, you know, on your marriage day. Mm -hmm. You sit together with your wife. And I heard as you were ministering mm -hmm. that we're That's seated good. with him. Yeah. Christ is the husband. Yes. We are the bride. The church is the mm -hmm. bride. Mm -hmm. And 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 so we are one. The two shall become one Amen. flesh. We are one. So Christ is uh, representing us. Yes. On the right hand of the Father, and we are to represent Him in the earth. Hallelujah. You said something just a moment ago that I thought was so powerful, and more people need to understand this: that the life that we have now is no longer our life. Mm -mm. It's His. Mm -hmm. It is Christ mm -hmm. that lives. Yeah. Uh, it's in Him that we live and we move and yes. we have our being. Hallelujah. Not in ourselves. The flesh is dead. The old man is dead. dead. He's that dead. Old life is he dead. was crucified. When Christ was crucified on the cross, if we believe that, we were crucified with Him. Mm -hmm. Sin. Mm -hmm. Remember, Jesus was not a sinner. No. no. <laughs> he knew no sin. Mm -hmm. And so what sin did he take to the cross? Mm -hmm. Not his. That's good. But ours. The That's sinner, good. the old man, was a sinner. Yes. Amen. So if you be in Christ, you are a new creation. Yes. You're no longer what you was when you died with Christ. Because when he came up, we became a new creation. We became Amen. a new creation and he gave us power mm -hmm. both in heaven and in earth because he has power yes. in heaven and in earth you made that so clear today yeah so clear I, that that you said i wrote it down here about that uh christ's life mm -hmm. he didn't have a sin nature no so he never was tempted to sin no Nope. He didn't have to, you know, people say, oh, well, he did this. And, no, he didn't. He no, didn't have that. He didn't have that nature. He got the yeah. nature of his father, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So he didn't get a sin nature that will Glory tempt to you God. to do evil. Yes. He never had to deal That's with that. That's good. I just told someone that yesterday, you know, he will not tempt you. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. your faith will be tried, but he will not tempt you. God will not use sin to do his will. Mm -hmm. They have nothing in common. No glory comes out of sin. None. No 
Paul said it in the seventh chapter of Romans, there's no good thing that dwells mm -hmm. in the flesh. And because we had no power, now we do yes. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. If you have, I love how you, I always go to Romans chapter 8. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> always to make That's it very clear. Card, eh? And so that people in the church, God's people, might understand mm -hmm. this is how God knows who's his. Yes, yes, yes. If you have not the Spirit, you are none of his. I don't care how frequent you go to the church, mm -hmm. what, how well you can preach, yes. how anointed you think you are. If you Never. have not the Spirit of God, Cannot. You cannot. Christian. Cannot. Because watch this. Satan is able to transform himself into mm -hmm. a minister of life. Mm -hmm. See? Mm -hmm. The devil. Yes. Uh, the, the, the gift and callings are without repentance. Hallelujah. Uh, so so there, uh, 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 Miss Cleo can prophesy. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. but, but not have the Spirit of God. That's it. Uh, the good. gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Yes. But but those that are are of God, those that are Christ, that's why we're called to walk as children of light. Yes. Huh? Walk in <clears throat> newness of life, mm -hmm. it tells us even. You know, but but I love what you said. Even watch this. Now we know the way. Why? Because we're the way. Mm -hmm. We're supposedly walking in the way that Jesus walked. Amen. Uh, to the Father, the kingdom walk, not walking back into mm -hmm. or walking backwards into mm -hmm. uh, the old life <clears throat> or back into the old life. Yes. Because that's gone. Yes. Hey. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. So we don't become repeat offenders. <laughs> Amen. And, and you said something about double jeopardy or double indemnity. Double indemnity. Yeah. Got, he's not going to uh, uh, crucify sin again. Mm -mm. No. That's been done. Sin has been dealt with. And the church, watch this, and more pastors are starting to come to the understanding. <coughs> and I'm hearing more pastors starting to talk about sin has to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. It has to. Yes. Sin can't be alive and well That's in it. your life when Jesus comes. Mm -mm. No, you ain't gone. And the spirit is not doing or uh, alive in you. Because that's where the life is. Mm -hmm. If you are operating in the flesh... You're going to reap the corruption that comes from the flesh. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. <coughs> good, good teaching. You know, the Lord is revealing to me about Christ when he came in the likeness of sinful flesh because he received uh, <coughs> his nature from his Father, wow. the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then he got his body from his mother. And you know... The uh, the woman's circulation never comes in contact with the baby. Yeah. It's only the father's circulation that comes in contact. Yeah. And whoever the father is, that's whose nature you have. Hallelujah. So we didn't get the na he didn't get the nature of Adam. He got the nature of the Holy Spirit. And then when we get born again, our old, the body, the flesh, it dies, and we get a new spirit. Right. It's almost like what we see what happened with Christ. We get a spirit of life in us, and then at the rapture, we get the glorified body. Yes. And so we are going to be uh, just as he is, uh, 
just be conformed to his image, his likeness, and then that's how we can be one as he and the Father is one. But the Spirit now is what makes us one. Yeah. You must have the Spirit. Yeah. If you don't have the Spirit, uh, and this is nothing to play with, this is nothing to put off, it's nothing to procrastinate. Yeah. It's so close. The birth pains are coming so close. And yeah. It's so intense now. Yes. You know, when you get birth pains, the closer it is for the baby to be birthed, the more intense the uh, pains are and frequent. And we're seeing, I mean, it's like we hardly get a breather before something else happens. Yeah. And that means that the pain are intensifying and crisis soon to come. So you don't have time to put off anything or say, I'm going to wait until I get myself together. You don't have the wisdom to know what to get together or not. I you know, see. I was listening to Andrew Bobby this morning. He said, confessing all your sins, what if you forgot one of them? Or what if you deal with something that you don't even know is a sin? So you got to accept Christ now, flaws and all. And ask him to become your Lord. He's the only way yeah. to get to the Father. His blood, his sacrifice is the only way. It's nothing you can do, not by your human efforts, not uh -uh. by works of righteousness. God ain't accepting that. Not by your works shall no flesh be justified. God is only accepting Christ's work. What he did, that's the only sacrifice he accepted yeah. and was satisfied so you can't bring your good works or whatever you done did into the picture you got to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior say Lord there's nothing that I done that warrants me to go to heaven but I'm not going by my business my work I'm going by what Christ did yeah. his works I'm trusting in him alone to save me and to bring me safely into the kingdom of God. Him, not my works. It tells us in Ephesians, not by works. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> but I wanted to thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Uh, we do like for you to comment uh, on the bottom of the screen, like page, like us. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Uh, we're going to be picking up, I'm going to be reaffirming uh, this about uh, how Christ sends our spirit, the, the rod of our spirit out of Zion. We're going to go into more of that so that we can understand better of our spiritual role in heaven. Uh, many times you don't hear nothing about it. And so we are always... It seems like we are always focused in on the things on the earth. But if you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Yeah. Where Christ sitteth at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Christ is now your life. And we're going to get more into it. Remember what Jesus said to those people at the Feast of Tabernacles? He said, if any man thirst." Let him come to me and drink. And the Lord told me to tell you, if any man lack wisdom, mm. let him come to me. 
He said, I give to all men liberally. I don't hold back. I'm not stingy. He said, you can get as much wisdom as you want. And he said, come unto me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This spake he of the Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. God bless you. I love you and I'm praying for you. You have an outstanding morning.